How are you Raiders fans? It's Berkey here and welcome to a little bit late-ish post-match review our round six clash against Manly. Guys, hope you've had a great week. Um, the scars or the wounds have healed from last Sunday uh, and thankfully with Rugby League right now it's back on as always next week. So a couple of days to the Eels game, dust ourselves off, go again. Uh, but look, a couple of important things we need to pair back about the game on Sunday against Manly. Look, there's a couple of things we haven't probably seen on last Sunday's performance since probably 2018, 2017 vintage, about a couple of things that came or bubbled to the surface again. The big thing, and I want to start the top 10, was with the grind. Now, last year we really hung in a lot in games, um, but it just seemed on the weekend we became a little bit anxious in getting into an arm wrestle with Manly. Manly had a very distinct game of playing right down the middle thirds with us. They didn't shift the ball too wide once Walker and Parker and Trebojevic went off the field. They really only played like an eight or ten man game through the middle, bringing their wingers in for rucks, uh, giving their second rowers breaks out wide, then sort of rotating their centres with their props to get yardage through the middle. It's a really good game plan. It worked very well for them. But we didn't adapt to it, and we didn't get into that arm wrestle grind. We tried to, we didn't earn the right to go wide um, before we got the middle areas up to date. So that was a bit of a disappointment. As Ricky probably said in the post-match in the post -match interview, just things he can fix fairly quickly. And I'm sure there's some little things that we could all see on Sunday that he'll pick up on, and hopefully we become better for the experience this weekend. So the grind was a real concern. Number two, our enthusiasm also seemed to be a little bit down. I could just tell that we're a little bit flat. Now, it takes a player or players to lift a side. Um, so whether it's a, a, a wraps from a wing with a big run, uh, whether it's Nick with a big run, you just need someone to get the, their ball on their hands a couple of times a ruck um, to really make them go forward and make a statement, whether it's Papa. We put a lot on Papa, but we just seem to be lacking a little bit of enthusiasm, which is once again, it's an attitude thing. Uh, you can't train enthusiasm. It has to come from within. And it gets a little bit daunting when there's no people or no crowds at the ground as well. As I said, a lot of enthusiasm has to come from within in those types of circumstances. And Manly just seemed to have a little bit more enthusiasm than us on the weekend. Um, number three, play at our level or play at your level. We just seen when those three Manly players went off, we seem to come down to play at Manly's level instead of forcing them to come up to our level. Subconsciously, we've seen those three backs go down and think, well, we just have to turn up here, go through the motions and we'll win the game. And it never happened. And by the time we wanted to win it, it was too late to do so. We'd run out of time, run out of opportunities to, to get that. So we need to make sure that we force sides to play at our level and not to come down to their level. Number four, I've gone for Havili. I thought he was enormous off the bench, which I'll come to next. Um, and I'd say Havili would be close to probably our top three players, even though he probably only played 30 or 40 minutes. He gives us that real punch and drive, that real grit. Uh, and I love the way he was short off Hodjo. So he really was able to get some good yardage down behind the play of the ball, which is where I like to see us move a lot more, which we don't do for some reason. Coming from a wide angle in behind the rucks, we don't do it as often as we could, but Havili really picked up some manly defenders who were a little bit lazy and really exploited those opportunities very well to get us on the front foot. And probably um, with Horsburgh, who I'll come to later, was probably only one of 
a couple of forwards that really made some momentum for us during the game. Number five, I thought the bench let us down a little bit on the weekend for the first time for a couple of years. Hudson didn't seem to get into the game, made a few errors. Granted, first game back since August last year, so the match fitness rust kicked in. Um, he wasn't as impactful. I thought Emre wasn't as impactful as he usually is as well. Havili I've spoken about. Um, I thought he was great. Uh, so we just lacked a little bit of punch off our bench. I thought the Manly bench, when their guys came on, also outperformed our bench. And benches with rotations these days are critical to give you that 1% or 2% um, impact that you need to keep the side moving forward, the momentum going. So I just felt our bench was outplayed on the weekend by the Manly bench. Number six, I've gone for Horsburgh. Now, it seemed to me that he was the only guy that was able to offload, uh, which is unfortunate because when he did offload, we made another 15, 20, 25 metres from that second phase play. And guaranteed, defences do not like to be playing second phase play when they've got to get up and make more tackles when the first one isn't effective. They're hoping the two guys in the tackle are going to make the, the right choice and get the guy to the ground. If he gets an offload, they're back re ready and they've suddenly got to move up to make a tackle. So Horsburgh's offloads were great, showed a bit of mongrel, but other than him, um, the rest of the guys were sort of ho-hum on the weekend. Number seven, I've gone Caesar to Williams. Now, what I meant by that, I made a post on Sunday around our two halves. So last year, Aiden had John Bateman, BJ Lailua, and Jordan Rapana outside of him on that right edge. So a lot of Aiden's game predominantly was just to hit one of those guys, uh, whether a face ball to BJ or, or a give it to Bateman and he finds BJ. But those three guys made the play themselves. Aiden was more or less a link man. Then when they were tackled on that right-hand side of the field, he'd take the first pass from Hodgart dummy half and shoot a white ball to Jack. Um, so that worked quite effectively. However, now with George Williams half, we have a Tarpany, Curtis Scott and Nick Hotrick right edge. Three brand new or relatively brand new players on the right edge. If you take out Tarpany sometimes, um, occasional uh, chances on that right edge. But there's three players now who don't make the play. They're not the types of players that make plays. They need the play to be unfolded for them. So George has a fair bit of pressure on him at the moment to try and give those three players options. On the weekend, you saw George's loopy passes to Nick a couple of times. So there's a, a, a dynamic swing there where George has a lot of pressure on him to make the play for those three players, where last year, Aiden just fed them and they did you know, they did the hard work. Uh, Aiden occasionally did stuff, but George has to instigate a lot of that right edge play at the moment. Um, so that's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out, particularly with our attack being a little bit stifled. Number eight, I've gone play straight. Uh, I just felt once again, we were too crab-like on the weekend. Manly forces to the sidelines a couple of times. Um, yeah, sure, we bombed a couple of tries, which should have been tries. That's football. But as I said, we just didn't seem to earn the right to go wide because we hadn't won that middle contest before we swung it out. And Manly's cover just shifted across quite easily and pushed us to the sidelines. And when you're one or two metres in field playing the ball and you're trying to get your attack going, it's a long stretch to get to the other side, no matter what edge you're on. And the defenders' defence can easily come up, come up and shut it off quite quickly. So our field position in certain attacking areas was not what it should be. Now, number nine, I've gone for Shans. Um, look, we it, it's been mentioned. He's beautiful and fantastic, close round to the ruck. 
we need we really need we really need him now to be a ball playing guy. Uh, we really need him like a Tedesco or a Slater, those types of guys. It's a work in progress. It won't happen overnight, but we really need him to be a second ball player, second runner, particularly similar to when Jack White was our fullback. How well and beautifully he came into the line to set up his centers or wingers with a second phase play or something. Shans has really got to develop that play. We need that type of play from him now to take the pressure off Jack and George. So he needs to be playing both sides of the ruck to come in as a second man ball playing fullback to hit a cutout ball to the winger and inside ball to the centre. We really need that game, that part of Shanza's game to develop. I'm sure he's working on the training. The only way you can improve it is by playing matches uh, and seeing what unfolds in front of you. But it will add a lot of volume to our attack if we can get Shanza to improve that part of his play. And number 10, guys, we can still play the game. I mean, we had a bad day at the office. A lot of us were upset, but it's not like suddenly we've forgotten how to attack, how to defend, how to communicate, how to get enthusiasm, how to get back into the grind. There's simple triggers and switches that each individual needs to do to give the team collective a better outcome. So look, I'm think, thinking things will be particularly different this week. Uh, I've got some issues with Parramatta around how I think they'll perform on Saturday, which I'll cover in my top 10 in a couple of days' time, guys. But look, that's it for Berkey's top 10 post-match this week, guys. As always, hit me up on Facebook, on Twitter, YouTube channel. Have a look at all the all the old videos or anything else you want to talk about through there as well, guys. And as always, I love your support. And this is Berkey. Lee Green, out.